I found a box of old cassette tapes. They weren't numbered, they weren't dated, and they weren't organized whatsoever. These are those tapes. Okay, so if you look here, Maude, the, um, I've got, I managed to get your half of the quilt, my half of the quilt stitched together since last week. So if you wanted to, I don't know if you want, I, did, I didn't want to do a big reveal, but I put it, uh, I thought your side of the quilt was so beautiful and I was so glad we did a half and half, you know, so I, I don't, I, I could unfurl it and let you see it. Or if you want to unfurl it and then step back, I don't know which way you want to do it, but. Well, I want to make sure we've got the right, st you know, our stitching seems different there. You know, if you look, you did what I call an underhook. And I, wor I worry that I've done an overhook. I know, but can we, I, I just thought, I, th I think the, the styles go nice together, you know? I don't know if I agree, Janice, because I, I thought we were doing kind of a tropical look, and, and, and it seems like you've once again chosen your favorite car driver. Well, Bobby Ray Hall is a legend. I, no, one's, no one's disagreeing with you there, but I thought we was going tropical. Well, but... I think when you see it, you haven't, I, you're just seeing a little bit of it. When we unfurl it, you're going to see that what it is, it's my half. It looks like Bobby Ray Hall is at the last lap in the Indy 500. And as he crosses the finish line, <clears throat> he's going right. It's kind of like when those guys at the end of the Super Bowl, they see where you're going. They say, I'm going to Disneyland. And this is uh, Ray Hall saying, I'm going to a tropical paradise, you know, because he's going across the finish line. Then right there is where your palm trees come in and your um, your your lagoon and, and the people in the loungers. And I just thought your detail work looked beautiful. So this is, it's Ray Hall, you know, he's coming from this more gray world, the track, you know, um, there at the Speedway at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And he's done you know and he's got a glass of milk in his hand because at the end of the race if you're the winner you get they put they give you milk you know it's like a sponsorship and but that's not to, until to the tropics it's like he's going to heaven you know so i think the two sides just look i know we talked about both doing tropical but you know i had i had had out this pattern already for for ray hall well, yeah, you could have mentioned it because one, you don't drink the milk till the end. And so he, I know, he, I know, but it's symbolic. You don't like go right into a tropical paradise either, but it's like, you know, it's a metaphor. Well, I spent all this time on these swans and I just don't know where You're they beautiful. fit. But it's going to look like he's driving right into them. I know, but they're not startled or anything. They're very serene. It's, you know, it's all a metaphor of like, you know, how we all have our own. I think kind of heaven, you know, and, and here's Bobby, you know, in his heaven, you know, after he won, you know, cause he tried a lot, you know, he's like a real go-getter, you know, on the racetrack and, and in life, you know, he's like a real, I know how much you guy like him. And I, you know, with, with, well, you know, I've had a hard year, Maud. Well, I know. I, I didn't mean to bring that up. You know, I just. No, you didn't bring it up. I'm saying. You know, that I've had a hard year. And so, you know, one thing that really makes me feel better is, you know, is Bobby Ray Hall. 
I thought we'd agreed to do this quilt to to take your mind off. And I know Bobby Ray Hall brings you great joy. And and honestly, I expected you to incorporate him. But if we're being honest, I says to you, when we're planning this out, hey, would it make you feel better to, to do another Ray Hall? piece and you said no no let's go yeah, tropical I know, I know but I was in a different oh you know, that was you know that was before Wilbur left me you know and I you know that was like right before and we were planning this and me and Wilbur were planning on doing our 35th anniversary trip too you know said we were gonna we were gonna go to Maui you know we were gonna stay at the hotel where Britney Spears and Kevin Federline stayed before they get divorced and well I should have seen that one coming huh you know because he he picked you know, I mentioned, oh, that's where, you know, that's that's the place in Maui where Britney Spears and Kevin Federline stayed right before they got divorced or separated or whatever, you know, because they were married and, you know, and, and Wilbur didn't say anything about, oh, I want a divorce or anything. But then, you know, before we went on our trip, suddenly, you know, we blindsided. So maybe I wasn't in the mood, you know, for my tropical dream anymore. And I just went back to, you know went back to, to wanting to, you know, do a, another Bobby quilt. So I apologize. I should have, I, maybe I should have told you, I didn't mean to blindside you with, with this, but you know, since Wilbur, you know, took up with, took up with that girl, you know, and, 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 and to make matters worse, you know, she worked at the Acapulco. Well, yeah. I mean, in, in, calling her a, a, a girl is generous. I, I, I want to say she's about 80 years old. When, I know, and she's older than me, which was quite a blow. Yeah, I didn't see him gallivanting off and taking off with someone like her, but, you know, she, she no, does. I she mean, you know what it. he said? You know what he said? He said, I talk too much. I don't find that to be the case at all. And in fact, I've I've been around her. I won't say her name because I don't want to upset you, but she's a mile a minute, you know, and she doesn't have any hobbies or interests. I mean, basically, she she's just there kind of being a, a pool hall gal. And I don't mean to speak out of turn, but you know, 80 years old and bending over backwards on the pool table and dancing on the bar and all this and that, I... I, I it just, it drives me crazy to think of Wilbur going for that, you know? Yeah, I know. She's a real, you know, she's, I just think, you know, he just wanted somebody who, you know, wanted to listen to him all the time and thinks he's just the cats. But, you know, he would go over with his friends over to the Acapulco's after they had their, you know, they would have their, uh, you know, their, their club, you know, their, you know, their, you know, sporting you know, hunting club or whatever, you know, they meet and tie. They rarely ever went hunting and, you know, or anything like that, but they have their little meeting and then they, you know, talk about, oh, we're going to go hunting here. We're going to go hunting there. And then they go over to Acapulco's and, you know, I think that's, you know, that's where he, that's where he met. I can't even, her name is so bad to me, you know, it's hard for me to even say it, you know, and um, so, you know, so she's what I'm saying is she's associated with this kind of tropicality as well, you know, being at Acapulco, which is like, you know, a fantasy of, you know, uh, of going to Acapulco. So, you know, and, and, um, you well, know, that the, what, so there's two things that were putting me off of doing a tropical feeling quilt, you know, and driving me back. Sorry, no pun intended towards Bobby, you know, who I've always been, you know, just a huge fan of. Well, you know, I, I know that and I'm sensitive to that. I, I remember when, 
you know, we, the, you talked about Britney Spears and we were so excited and we thought of her as our own little niece. And we, you know, we remember the last time we done one of these double quilts, you know, you had, I called him K-Fed and you had Britney and we, we'd done a thing where we both didn't understitch and we combined them together. Of course, mine didn't have Bobby in it. And yours had him on the hood of half a car. And it said together forever. And I always thought we might have jinxed them because we only had Brittany on the car. But I, I, I feel, oddly enough, Esther's who's, who's got now, I'm sorry to say her name, but she's the one that's got that quilt. She's dancing on the bar and kicking over pitchers of beer and pouring them all over her whole body. And I, I went over, I had that quilt, and I says, hey, this might be bad luck, but you should cover up. And... She just kicked me right in my face, and I, I just cannot. She's not a nice, you know. She's not nice. She's a husband stealer for one, you know. And she's, you know, I know she was an acrobat, and you know that's all well and good for her. But at our age, you know, and you and I are a lot younger than her. I mean, I'm 65, you're 66, you know, and we're not out there, you know, shaking them. No, and I don't mean to slut shame her. You know, but I just, you know, she's she's around picking up the refuse, you know, around the bar and, you know, making other people miserable. Not that it's not Wilbur's fault, too. You know, it surely is. But I guess, you know, I, I do apologize for not, you know, holding up my end of the the bargain. You know, it's just, you know, sometimes when I look at Bobby Rahal, you know, I just I feel like, you know, I can picture myself and I, and I never pictured myself with anyone but Wilbur. But, you know, what would it be like to be, you know, Mrs. Ray Hall, you know, like oh, now know. he's the only, you know, he turned out to be more, you know, he, he's more consistent than Wilbur, you know, in my mind. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. And those are big emotions, you know, and I think back to when Hark and I was married and we unpacked your gift and I says, I bet it's got Ray Hall in it. He said, no, she knows we don't like him. And sure enough, there it was, Bobby Ray Hall saying, in it for the long haul. And this one, he's driving the rig that hauls his cars down the road. And I says to Hark, I just knew it. And he said, well, I like big rigs. She knew that. And so we we let it pass. But you, you do seem to always find a way to let him filter in. I know. I know. But you know what? What, what if we were to do like... You know, what if we just, you know, maybe I'll keep this quilt because I know you're not as into Bobby Ray Hall. No one is other than me. You know, um, a lot of people have forgotten about him, but actually he's still, you know, he's still winning, not as a driver, but as an owner. You know, he won in 2020 as a team owner. Yeah, I know. And that's why you kicked out of Acapulco's, if I remember correctly. You kept Bobby switching. Ray Hall has never set a foot in our Acapulco's. No, you were. Don't you turn this on Bobby. You were the one there turning the channel, telling everyone, you'll you'll grow to love him. And people are saying, we're watching the oh, game. Oh, you're saying that's why I got kicked out of it. I thought you said that's why he got kicked out of Acapulco. No, you know you've been kicked out. You know that's the reason. Well, I know because the one night I wanted... No one around here cares as much about the Indy 500. You know, I grew up partially in, in Indianapolis. You know, I was living there for his 86 win, his, his 87 win. You know, we had moved by the 92. But I was there for some of those, for his two early wins, you know. And then, of course, I got excited in, you know, in 20, you know, in, 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 in 
you know, when, when he was a, 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 an owner, you know, of course, you know, I can barely talk about his, I get that my stutter comes back because I get so excited, you know, thinking about him and just that he got, you know, that's the thing is he's like in it for the long haul, you know, he won as a driver and then here he's winning as an owner, you know, and that's really, I mean, you, you have your thing, you have John Stamos. Well, yeah, but I didn't send John Stamos a bunch of letters that got returned and get told I can't come within a number of yards of him. You know, there's a difference between Well, being... they just suggested I not, but it wasn't like league. It wasn't official. It wasn't like a real, you know, they just said, you know, Bobby loves all his fans, but don't try to get in his room again. You brought in that piece of paper down to Acapulco's and you flashing it around saying, look, Bobby wrote me back. And when we yeah, read well. it, we said, this is very legal and you shouldn't go in um, a certain proximity to him from here on. Could be bad for you. Well, I know. But, you know, it's it's here. Here I was finding out he's in St. Paul. You know, he's signing his book in it for the long Ray Hall. And he's signing it at the Barnes and Noble, you know, and so I'm driving down. Of course I am, you know, because here's a chance to see him and I miss the reading, you know, I get there because there was ice on the road, you know, and I didn't have, you know, my car, I, I blew it. I didn't have the right tires really because Wilbur, you know, like didn't take the car in when he should have. And so I didn't have the right tires and I blow one and then, you know, I'm stuck and then I miss the whole reading. So then I say, you know, I just do the math and I figure out, okay, well, what's right by here, you know, and there's a Ramada right by there. And I'm like, well, I bet he's staying there. So then I go to the front desk and I say, I I'm supposed to see Bobby Ray Hall, you know, and they said, who are you? And I said, I miss this Ray Hall. Just, you know, I was just being funny, but they gave me a key, you know, they just gave me a key because they were very trusting. And then I go up and, you know, and I knock, but I don't get an answer. And then, you know, I didn't know he'd be asleep. Janice, I don't know who you're t who you're trying to talk into this. I I saw you open a trunk of your car, and there's wigs yeah. and glasses and all kinds yeah. of books. And I says, wait a second, who's that? Says, oh, I I I don't know. Mrs. Rahal changes her hair or used to, and then you say, oh, I meant I'm I'm busy, and you slammed your trunk and run off, but. This, this doesn't sound like you accidentally stumbled into a Ramada. I didn't accident. I didn't accident, but I was planning to just talk to him at the reading. I really was. But then when I had missed it, you know, it was going to be a special night for me. And so I went in, you know, and I and it, then, you know, Wilbur came pick me up, you know, after the police had detained me and he was real mad. Well, of course he would be. I would not. We went here to to head you off at the pass, and when we got to where the reading was, and mind you, Bobby Rahal, the author, not as big of an attraction as you'd hope. I mean, there's maybe nine, ten people there, and yeah, yet, not big, not big readers, the race fans. No, and yet on the window, right out front, picture of you says, "Warning, careful for this woman." Look out for her and her numerous wigs. And that's when it all kind of tumbled was, in. They wrote a lot of text on that sign. Is, is, you know? I had that to put on my glasses. Write, Warning, look out for this woman and her numerous wigs. Oh, yeah. Like, it's very descriptive. You know, normally they just say, look out for, look oh, yeah. out with a picture. You know, they really took some, I guess that's probably a lot of frustrated writers working at Barnes & Noble. And they were like, I get a chance to write something, you know. 
If I'm honest, it's a little wordy for me too. But I, I put on my reading glasses and I said, oh, this has got to be about Janice. And I don't know if that photographs her. She's got them big glasses on and all kinds of makeup where I didn't even know it was you. But I seen you had that one mole. And I said, that's that's Janice. And, and she's not welcome here. And we better head her off and get her home because she can't keep getting detained by the police for this fella. Yeah, well... You know, I thought I, I got to be, you know, I thought he would be excited maybe to see me because you know what they used to call him? I don't you know what they called him. They called him, you know, I've told you before, they call him rat face Ray Hall back when he was racing, you know, because he's not a conventionally attractive. I find him very attractive, but he's not a conventionally attractive man, you know, and so they call him rat face Ray Hall. So here I'm thinking I'm going to give him a little lift, you know. I'm thinking I'm going to give him a little lift, you know, he'll see me and, you know, a, a woman not young, but still, you know, fun. And, you know, he's interested in him just as a person, not sexually necessarily. And I thought he'd be, you know, excited, but he was asleep. And anyone you're going to wake up when they're asleep is going to be startled. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're in a hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't flip the little thing. You, you know, that, there's a lesson in there for everybody. You know, you got to flip the little thing. I thought he, if I knew him as a racer, he was, he always had everything very organized, you know, and I don't, I didn't expect him to be a non-flipper of the little thing. I know. Yeah. I was as surprised as the next person. Wow. And I think when, everyone was surprised. Well, oh, as, as, you know, uncomfortable as that situation is aside, what'd you do when you got in there? Well, I, well, he was immediately startled and then he hit me with a lamp. Oh, geez. So I think, you know, that's what kind of balanced it out, you know, because on the one hand I had stalked him, I guess, and he got in his room when he was sleeping. On the other hand, he had hit a 60 year old woman with a lamp. So it's sort of, you know, it's sort of, it's, it's sort of balanced out, you know? So he kind of owed me one. I owed him one. And, you know, we both just kind of whacked away from it. But I am not allowed to go near him, except maybe his funeral. And you're, I know you're planning to me. go for that. What? And I know you're planning to go for that. No, Lord he's, willing. Only, he's only, oh, what is he now? He's only 68. Oh, he's got, he's got a lot of years ahead of him. Yeah, he's only a little bit older than us. I could pass before him, and if I do, I'd love for you to invite him. Well, I don't, I, I'd love to tell you now that I will, and I, I suppose I will go ahead and tell you that. Uh, I will. Okay, okay then. I, there's no harm in that, you know. Imagine me dying and him coming to my funeral. Imagine how Wilbur, imagine the look on his face. Oh, yeah. When he shows up with what's a face. Yeah, in pasties and our mini skirt. She's doing the crying, splits and crying, all this. And then who walks in? Rat face. Yeah, you know, I can see you it. Can, if you can, kind of like shove Wilbur into like the food. You know, if there's a spread, like if you get behind him, you could just kind of push him down into the food. I'm gonna you do those are the two things I want. I want you to invite Bobby Ray Hall to my funeral and then push Wilbur into the food table. I'm taking notes because I plan to do that. I want to honor you. We've been friends a long time. And I'll once I do that, I suppose I'll turn to him and say, you don't know me. And you probably don't know why you're here. You probably get invited to a lot of these. But one time, 
you smashed a woman in the head with a lamp because you startled. And Lord rest her, she's right over there if you want to go look in and say hello. Yeah, and here's here's the only other thing is if you if I want to be cremated and then you take my ashes and I want you to scatter them in that room at the Ramada where Bobby Rahal stayed. That's how you want to be remembered in that Ramada. Yeah, because I know he was I can't pinpoint another location where he's been where you could conceivably scatter my ashes. Maybe the speedway, but I bet they have a thing where you can't you know they have that at the baseball stadiums, you can't, you know. You can't, you know, you, you can't scatter your ashes there or Disneyland. People try to do it all the time. But that Ramada, what do they know? You check in, you got me in your suitcase. I'm ashes. You go in the room, you get some ice because you're settling in. Take your shoes off, see what kind of movie channels they got. And then at your leisure, you scatter me. Oh, gosh. I have a hard time thinking of you being cremated. And in the same way that you had a hard time adhering to the parameters of our most recent quilt and i'm not yeah. talking about your understitch i'm talking about the contents i yeah. can imagine myself and i got to be honest with you right now because it i wanted i'm thinking of it. i'm already thinking instead of cremating you i just have you uh as yourself and you know people would talk about that mole of yours and say oh she looks like cindy crawford and i get you done up as fancy as they do it. I get the best mortician around, you know, Herb. And Herb, he he dazzles you. And now your rat-faced fella, he comes over and he lifts the casket. Now imagine now he's kissing you right on the cheek. Wouldn't you prefer that? Well, yeah, that's, no, that's, I don't, oh, I, I guess maybe you don't know. A lot of times you do the funeral, you got the gorgeous body, my face all made up. And then afterwards, that's when the cremation is. You don't oh. get cremated like live. It's oh. not like a bonfire. That the cremation this. happens after you get the body there, you do the thing, and then afterwards they take you and they cremate you. And then you just put me in your purse, you take me to the Ramada, you scatter me on the rug. Room 203. How about I throw this out? Um, I am I think I want to try, and let me know if this sounds too crazy, but I could potentially bother the housekeeping, and I get the vacuum, and I turn it around so it blows out. I put your oh, ashes yeah, in the bag. Now, now yeah. it can get the ceiling and all, you know, on yeah. top of the fans and all, all the places you potentially... Yeah. Uh, crushed it into your, uh, you know, person at some place, you know, th then you'd be touching him again, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Well, thank you. And I'm sorry again about the quilt. And you know what? We should come up with a new idea because we got to do a new project for fall. We could do like a fall. What about like a fall colors, you know? What about like a, 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 a it's, it's autumn, uh, there's trees, there's a river, you know, it's not frozen yet. And, you know, on a little boat out there, you got Bobby Ray Hall. So long as we're going into it, knowing that Ray Hall is a part of it, I feel It'd better. Just be small. What if he was just small? Like he's on the boat, but you barely notice him and you get some other people on other boats. And maybe we add some text that says, you know, sorry, I snuck in your hotel room. No hard feeling. See you at my funeral. And we send it to him. As a token oh. of good faith, you know, maybe oh. we do something like that. Oh, now that's an idea. You know, he'd probably like the idea we's thinking of him and you're thinking of him fishing and not like on some of the other quilts, you know, or he's not doing, he's not fishing, you know. 
Yeah. No, and I, I appreciate you being open to the idea. You know, I think that would cheer me up. It's been a weird year, you know? I do. And I, you know, I'm so sorry about Wilbur and dancing off with that, you know, oh, just. All right. We're all sorry about Wilbur. But yeah, I think in the end, you know, he, the man went through a lot, I suppose, with always being questioned by the police and, and you know, time oh, marches on. His side. No, I'm just saying you'll meet another fella who, who's happy to yeah. comment to the police all the live long day and still, yeah. you know. Hang out yeah. at Acapulco's and watch racing or whatever it is you want to do. Thank you, Maude. I really appreciate the support. Well, I'm a, I'm in your corner, you know, and I and I, I, I I've got uh, not a lot, but any amount of bail money you need within reason, you know, I'm I'm here for you. Oh, well, thank you. And if you ever want to go stock or, you know, kidnap a celebrity, I, I would help you, you know, to a certain extent. Well, that's not a hobby of mine, as we've discussed. No, a I know, of but times. I'm saying theoretically, you know. Yeah, sure. As a metaphor. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, Stamos and I are on good terms. He gets back to me with signed photos with a little kiss mark on them, and oh, I, I nice. hang those up. Oh, and nice. oh, yeah, I, I I like him in that new one on Disney Plus where he's coaching the girls' basketball team. I can't bring myself to watch it yet. I get too nervous thinking of him and them gals losing a game. So, but I'm gearing up. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, it's this intense moments, you know. But all in all, a very pleasant viewing experience. I I, I can't wait. I'll, I'll I I want to make sure I'm in I'm in the right frame to do it. And I, I'd love to be snuggled up in one of our quilts so I'm warm. You know. Yeah. All right. Shall I unfurl now so you can see? How it turned out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Right. I, I don't care about the understitch. Here we go. Here we go. Ah, jeez. Headed right for my swans. These Are Those Tapes is improvised and produced by Wendy Molyneux and David Huntsberger. For more information, please visit thesearethosetapes.com. <laughs>